Welcome to Get Unstuck and Sexy podcast show with your host, B. Wright Jones. Sexy is the acronym for self-confidence, excitement, extra, and yes, I can. This podcast show will bring you encouragement, inspiration, and hope. Know that it's time to walk in your purpose with clarity, confidence, and power. and peace to you today. I want to thank everyone for the opportunity to be with you for this Power Conference 2023. And for the time that is ours, let us together meditate on the topic of stillness. I'm going to be reading to you a few verses from Psalm 46 from the New Revised Standard Version. Psalm 46, verse 8 through 11. And the Bible says, Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God, I am exalted among the nations and I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Be still and know that I am God. The 46th Psalm opens by identifying its verses as lyrics to a song of the people. At the very beginning of this Psalm, at the onset, we read that it is customarily to be sung, the Bible says, according to Alamoth. Now in today's language and in our contemporary worship spaces, this song would have been written and tailored for the sopranos, for the female voices, those of women of childbearing age, it's believed. And in the community, this song, Psalm 46, was led by the sisters. From the beginning to the end of this Psalm 46, from verses 1 through 11, And across these three separate sections of musical praise, the author tells the hearer who God is and invites the listener to come and see the works of the Lord. This song is a bold proclamation to be lifted up among the people Undoubtedly, to remind them, to remind us of God's providence, God's sovereignty, and of God's care. This psalm surely asserts God's power and that God's people are secure because of the Lord's might. And here, friends, this is where we find our focus for our time 
of sermonic reflection. After the author of this psalm incites us to come and behold, or come and see, but not with your eyes, the hearer is then further instructed to be still and know. That's the first part of verse 10. Be still and know. Now, it's important for us to know that these words are given to us by God, yet not as suggestions, but they are, in fact, divine instruction. The original language does not translate for us as, I think you ought to, or you should consider or sisters and brothers, discuss amongst yourselves and then decide what is the best course of action. No. Instead, we are instructed to be still. And we are instructed to do so by the creator of heaven and of earth. We are instructed to be still by the God who is our refuge and shelter. This God is the one who says to us, be still. The God who is unmovable says, be still. This is our God, the one who says to us, be still, is the same God who, as the Bible says, is in the midst of the city. This is the God who can melt the earth with God's voice. This is the God who invites us to be courageous and is a very present help. Be still is heard from the God who disarms, tears down, and builds. It is this God, the God who demonstrates might and peacemaking. It is this God who breaks into our remembrance with a command. I am, God says, I am, I am, I am God. I am exalted. And I say these things to you. Be still, my dear created ones. Be still, my finite ones, you who have a beginning and an end. Be still. You are not all powerful or all knowing or unending as I am. To you, my beloved, to you who have cares and anxieties and worries and concerns, to you who rejoice and celebrate, to you who live in joy in me, to you who are sheep in need of a shepherd and in need of shielding from life's storms, and you who are in need of my peace. God says to us today, be still and know that I am God. For we cannot know, my friends, we cannot know and grow and appreciate the complexities of God's character unless we be still. We cannot experience the layers of God's great love for us unless and until we command our bodies, command our minds, 
command our senses, command our thoughts to be still. Stillness is a state. It's an intentional condition whereby the roaring waves and the winds are told to calm and to find their peace. Peace be still. Don't just get still, be still. And how many of us know that in these days and times, this is so very necessary for us. And this is as essential now as it has been for God's people from all that long time ago. We need to experience the God of the stillness. This is our God. This is the God that we encounter when we have ceased our anxious movements, as the Bible says. And this be still and know this knowing is not academic, this yada, this, this is not the knowing that we can study or that we can read about or, or that we can know from practicing only from a relationship, only from knowing by coming through a personal and intimate encounter with God. This knowing, it's it's the way that we get understanding of God. It's the way that we are able to perceive or to be able to see uh, all coming through a personal and experiential awareness of who God is. And that's a beautiful concept that, that God invites us, that we can come to know God and who God is in an intimate way, that we can be still and know God. This command then in Psalm 46 and 10 is clear, it's direct, and it's dramatic. And yes, yes it is. It is for those of us who follow God, but not only us. Be still. This, this is from the God of all creation and the God who can command stillness and rest and peace even to those who do not honor God, even to those who are the enemies of God, God speaks to the world and says, be still. No matter what, stillness can be issued from the throne room as the Lord wills. He can speak to the situation and tell it to obey. Again, I say this command and Psalm 46 and verse 10, it's clear, it's direct, it's dramatic, and yet it can still be a challenge for us to follow. Be still, Rafah. Be still means more than just to sit down in the corner. Be still means to show yourself slack, to show yourself faint, to behave as feeble as if you are helpless or weak. How can it be, Lord, that you tell us to behave or to show ourselves as weak? It means to let your hand fall, to, to let yourself to fall, to fail, to, to cast, to throw, to decline, to withdraw, to relax, to abandon, to let it go, and to be quiet. The word for stillness, be still, can be found in scripture and other places as well. <clears throat> and it describes occasions where our hands or where the strength of a people 
or of a warrior's hand or of a mighty king's hand has been weakened. Such is the case in Jeremiah 38 and four. Jeremiah 38 verse four. And the King James says, therefore, the princes said unto the king, we beseech thee, let this man be put to death for he has weakened the hands of the men of war that remain in the city and the hands of all the people in speaking such words unto them for this man seeketh not the welfare of this people, but the hurt to weaken the hand is to be still to be unable to move or to decide not to move in your own strength. Another example of this word, Raphael, is in Job chapter 12, verse 21. Job chapter 12, verse 21 says, he poureth contempt upon princes and weakeneth the strength of the mighty. God commands even the mighty to be still. There are times in scripture and in our lives when the Lord will intervene. Well, the Lord will intervene in our conflicts, in the warfare, or in the challenges and remove the obstructive hand, will remove the hand of the enemy or of ourselves, whomever is getting in God's way. We'll remove the hand, the influence of another, and we'll say to the church, it's okay. It's okay, sons and daughters, to come out now. All is clear. You can move forward now for the threat has been disempowered. There are times when God will intervene that way. And then there are also times when God's commands come to us and that the work and the decision-making be ours. God says there is a time when I will cause the hands to refrain and then there's a time. When I say to you, believer, put your hands down, put your arms down and take your hands off of it. Be still since you trust me, be still since you are confident in my awesome authority, then do nothing and be quiet. Do not fight as you would. Do not respond as if you are the mighty one, even as I move you about and give you my words and instruct you rest secure, knowing that I am God. Even as we are in the storms, we can be free from them. Be still, stop flailing about as if we do not know the God who is in control. Be still. Let us not allow the threats of the world to cause us to change position and move us out of God's secret place. We can confidently and in tranquility and in courage be still, come what may. Though the waves of life are sometimes upon us, I encourage you to have a song or two. I'm reminded of the lyrics to a hymn of hundreds of years ago 
called Be Still My Soul, The Lord is on Thy Side. And it goes a little bit like this. Be still, my soul. The Lord is on your side. Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain. Leave to God to order and provide. In every change, he faithful will remain. Be still, my soul. Your God will undertake to guide the future as he has the past. Your hope, your confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be bright at last. Be still, my soul. The waves and winds still know his voice who ruled them while he lived below. Be still, my soul. The hour is hastening on when we shall be forever with the Lord. When disappointment, grief, and fear are gone, sorrow forgot, love's purest joys restored. Be still, my soul. When change and tears are past, all safe and blessed, we shall meet at last. To God be the glory.